Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I would like to set the scene here. Um, hi, I'm Joey. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. It's currently 11.55 p.m. right now, and stuff is hitting home with me, and I would love to just sit and chat. And, but first, I want to welcome you guys to the Happy Times Podcast. Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. You see, when I was growing up, I felt so sad to be me. One of the saddest things that I remember about my childhood, and I don't remember much because of all the head injuries that I've had over the years, and ADHD and everything, and it really clogs up my memory. I'm, I'm not able to remember a lot of things, but the one thing that I do remember is probably one of the saddest things. When I was growing up in high school, and my friends would tell me something sad that happened to them, I would always downplay myself and try to one-up them and try to make myself sound like something worse was in my life when I had a perfectly great life. I had a life that I was, <laughs> I want to say happy to be living, but I wasn't. I was really depressed. I was really sad. I was really suicidal. And I would always tell my friends that I was doing a lot worse than what I was because it felt good for someone to finally care. And I know there's a lot of people out there who say, oh my God, they're seeking for attention and everything like that. And it's calling people attention whores, you know? <laughs> and I, I agree with the statement. And I know that's probably not what you want me to say right now, but it's true. You know, when I think about all the times, and this is specifically for myself, when I think about all the times that I wanted attention, I was an attention seeker, it's because I needed attention. It's because I was begging for attention. It's because I was begging for someone to be there for me, someone to, someone to hold me, someone to hug me, somebody to be there to make me smile or wipe my tears when I cry. It was something that I 
I didn't realize I had. It's something that I always wanted, even if I had it. There was nothing better than. And I, I just remember when I was 16, I was going through a really, 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 really dark period. And I couldn't even tell you what it was now. I just remember that I was just in a not a good spot. My life was kind of crumbling down. It felt like my life was over. It felt like it was easier to leave. And I would text my friends and I would say, I'm done. I'm gone. And I wasn't doing anything. I would sit and wait for the text. I would, And I would just pray that they're going to text. And they always did. And that feeling, I almost became addicted to it. And I don't know if there's anybody out there who can relate to this, but I almost felt addicted to someone feeling sorry for me. Somebody feeling something for me. It's not even that they were sorry. It was just that's the only way I could get somebody to feel something for me. Something real. And that's that's the way I found out that's how I could get it. And I was manipulating my friends. I was... Just trying to get any piece of love that I could ever get. Ever, any piece of love that I never thought I would get. Any piece of love that I felt like I needed. But it was also every piece of love that I already had. I just didn't realize it. And as I grew older and I grew up, I started to realize that I have all of that. I have love in me. It's around me. It's with my friends. It's with my mother. It's with my father. It's with my dogs. It's with every single stranger I pass. And I'm, it's with every good move, every sunrise, every rainfall when you go out and you're on a nice little walk and you're splashing in the puddles. It's for all those times where you're just so uncontrollably happy and you just feel so good. I remember... <laughs> This one time I was in Miami and I remember it specifically because it was so weird. I woke up, I took a shower, I dried off and I actually dried everything off. You know, like there's no like ounce of water on you. You're completely dry. I put on my socks and my socks felt so soft and so new and so not sweaty or anything like that. And I remember I went out and I went and I grabbed like this iced coffee and I, it was in Miami, so I figured I was going to be sweating, but I wasn't, and it was just perfect. It was literally the most perfect day, and it was just because I felt comfortable. And I didn't do anything that day. I didn't do anything that was out of the ordinary. I simply, I was on tour, and I went out, and I got a coffee, and I just walked around Miami. And that's it. That's all I did. But I remember it. And so when we think about happiness we often think that we need some big elaborate plan or journey or big trip and spend lots of money or we need a car we need a house we need everything like this sometimes you just need a nice shower a nice dry off and maybe a nice little coffee with a nice little breeze going down your back so that you're not going to be sweating in miami sometimes you just need to pay attention to the little things because the little things piled up equal to all the happy things in your life and I promise you when I say that. I promise you because when I was 16 years old, I ran away from home. I dreamt about dying. 
Do I still think about it? Of course I do. Of course. I think everybody thinks about dying. You know? And it's super sad. And I don't think it, it really hits you until you lose somebody very close to you. And so last, uh, two years ago, two years ago now, uh, I, I did lose somebody very close to me. And I'm still numb to it. I still haven't cried from it. I still haven't realized it. But I think about it often. I think about it all the time. And so I actually have this chapter in my book that I would like to read to you. My book is called What's the Rush? You can get it at cu.ca. Um, but this chapter is called Life Itself. And it goes a little something like this. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash Happy Times today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Happy Times. And now, back to the episode. I contemplate my life a lot more than I should. In high school, when things got hard, I would just think about killing myself how easy it was, and how pain-free it would be. When I moved out, then things got hard. I would just think about killing myself, how easy it was, and how pain-free it would be. When my heart got broken, I would just think about killing myself, how easy it was, and how pain-free it would be. One of my best friends killed herself. I would think about every time I didn't, how difficult it was, and how painful it happened to be. I'm 22 years old. I'm 24 now, but I was 22 years old when I wrote this. I'm 22 years old, and I still contemplate taking my life. But I no longer think of it as being easy, and I no longer think of it as being pain-free, because it is the most traumatic act a person can do to themselves and to those around them. If you were looking for a sign to live, this is not it. If you were looking for a sign, look in the mirror. If you're looking for the sign, look in your parents' eyes. If you're looking for a sign, tell your best friend. Just the thought of you taking your life will crush them. Whether it's a mother, father, brother, sister, dog, cat, barista, stranger, or yourself in the mirror, you have now impacted their life in the most negative way. I will never tell someone not to take their life, but I will tell them reasons to stay alive. So what's my reason to stay alive? It's to help you. I've been there, I've been in the fucking pit of darkness, and you can't tell me I haven't because you just read it all. These may just be words to you, but this is my life, this is my emotion, and this is everything I deal with internally. You cannot handle my problems, and I cannot handle yours. If you want a sign to live and keep pushing forward, look at your own fucking life because no one else has the answer. Every breakup, every mishap, every hardship, every success story, every death, every loss you have overcome. 
you are here today stronger than ever because every fucking hard time you have ever had, you don't need a sign. You have been waiting so long to move forward. So fucking move. And so that's what I wrote two years ago. And it is my favorite thing that I've ever wrote in my entire life. And I think about it often. I go back and I read that often. A lot of people ask me what's my favorite book to read. And I <laughs> I don't want to be sound like egotistical, but it's my own. And the reason why it's my own is because I'm reading about where I was. And I feel... Like, even though the book may be a little sad at the time, I feel like reading is so optimistic. Because we have so much strength in us. And I think it's time we all realize it. So if you were listening to this and you feel sad and depressed and alone and all of the above, you know you're not alone. I'm not here to tell you you're not alone. You know it. You heard it. You've, you just don't feel it. I can't sit here and tell you all of these things that's going to make you feel amazing because you have to do that for you. The reason why <laughs> the reason why you don't find yourself beautiful, attractive, loving, caring, all everything. The reason why is because you don't believe it. No matter how many times somebody says it to you, you won't believe it. You don't believe what they're saying because you don't believe it when you say it. So I'm going to give you some homework. I want you to do this every single day. Sit on your bed and simply say, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am smart. I am intelligent. I am loving. I am me. And I love myself. And I want you to say that now, I don't want you to stand in front of the mirror just yet. I want you to say that for a week. Whether it's every morning, whether it's every night, I want you to sit on your bed and I want you to repeat those words. You can do your own variation of it. I just want you to know that it's okay to be you. It's completely okay to be you and it's more okay to stay you. But we do have to acknowledge what's on the inside of your brain, what's on the inside of your heart, and start talking to it. You're not broken. You're just simply not listening to yourself. And if you are, you're not taking actions. That's a, I think it's time we do so. So I want you to take your, take your time tonight. Take a breath. Take a breath of fresh air. I know you're listening to this late at night, and I, I hope you are. I'm recording it late at night. And I want you to take tomorrow and start new. Everyone always thinks that you need a new day or you need a new week or month or a year. You don't need to wait for that clock to hit. You can start now, but we're going to start tomorrow. Okay? I want you to take this night. Take a nice deep breath. Close your eyes. Drop your shoulders. Drop the tongue from the roof of your mouth. Relax your eyebrows. I don't care if you have a resting bitch face. Just do it. <laughs> and have a good night's sleep. Trust me. It's going to be so worth it to wake up tomorrow. It's going to be so worth it to talk to your mother or your father or your best friend or whoever you have closest to you. Or even to pet your dog. And it's going to be even amazing, even more amazing, 
is after a week, I want you to walk in the mirror and I don't want you to say anything. I want you to feel it. After saying that you love yourself on your bed with your eyes closed for a week, every day for a week, I want you to walk in the mirror, in your bathroom, wherever it is, and just look at yourself. And I want you to feel it. I want you to feel strong. I don't want you to have to say it because of the way you look. I want you to think it, know it, because of the way you feel. Because that's what you deserve. Okay? I love you guys so, so, so much. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day. And I will talk to you guys very, very soon. And a little announcement. I am going to be start uh, recording my podcasts uh, while on Twitch. And also just having a Twitch stream. So if you can go to twitch.tv slash joeykidney, you can follow me on there. That'd be really, really cool. It would also be another way for me to, um, for anybody to support me throughout this podcast. This podcast doesn't make any money. Um, and that's totally okay. I love doing this. But I hope this helped you. And I love you guys very much. And if this did help you, please DM me on Instagram, at Joey Kidney. I love to hear it. Okay. Stay you, stay beautiful, and I'll see you guys next week.